What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the No Big Deal podcast. I'm your host, Ween Dog. On this episode, we're going to break down the upcoming UFC. Are you done, Lucy? The, the upcoming UFC fight night uh, Alexander Gustafsson versus Anthony Smith. Jesus Christ. Can I just get to the intro without you making some weird ass gremlin sound, Lucy? God. Why am I a fucking podcaster, dude? This is fucking so stupid. I can't do anything. Do I have to go to the fucking North Hollywood Park to record a podcast so I have no distractions and no dog breathing at my fucking foot fucking behind me and just making weird ass noises? Saturday, June 1st, 10 a.m. It's going to be in the morning, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is where I am. That's the time zone I am in, Pacific and can't wait it's gonna be a morning card so the main event starts at 10 a.m which is very interesting um i wonder how i wonder what time the prelim starts only three hours earlier so maybe at seven i'm not sure so without further ado let's get into this podcast if lucy continues to make more obnoxious sounds uh i will pause it and then move her to a further distance but for for some reason she's so attached to me she has to be at my feet 24 7 um it's it's annoying but at the same time i love it because i love my dog and she's very loving and she's very protective even though she's just a fat old pug who can barely breathe you know i gotta take care of my girl um so let's get into this card this is gonna be a, a little quick episode only because this this fight card is just a few days away. I didn't release this podcast on Monday because I have been very, very, very busy um, babysitting all this crazy stuff, um, future future uh, production stuff that I'm going to be doing. But all that is very secretive right now. We'll get into that on future episodes um, and also, I'm working on the new podcast that I'm going to be releasing. It's going to be its own podcast on a separate feed other than this one. Um, it's going to be about paranormal stuff, spooky stuff, creepy stuff, murders, conspiracies, all kinds of crazy spooky stuff. It's going to be very heavily produced, which is why it's going to take a long time to pump those episodes out because just there's, there's actually writing that has to go into it. There's research. There's... Just all kinds of stuff because I want to bring you a very, very high quality podcast. And I'm working together with a music producer. We're having original scores written for the episodes. It's going to be fucking epic, dude. I'm not going to be on there cussing and making a bunch of funny jokes, sounds, noises, whatever the fuck I do here. It's going to be very like serious, a spooky podcast. A seriously spooky podcast meant for people of all ages, but some episodes will, of course, be more sensitive than others, depending on the topic that we're talking about. And I'm also going to be taking in listener uh, submitted stories. You guys will be able to write um, a story about something that's, that's happened to you in your life. Maybe it's a ghost story. Maybe it's just something creepy that's happened to you. Or if you want, you can record uh, an MP3 of you just telling the story. Um, and then email it to me, and then I will play it on the podcast, and I'll talk about it, and I'll talk about what my opinion of your story. It's all it's all going to be positive, fun stuff. So without further ado, let's get into the prelims, which will be on ESPN2. It rhymed because I'm a fucking rapper. All right, so 
ladies and gentlemen, remember, the prelims for this UFC card are on ESPN2, which is strange. And then the main card is on um, ESPN+. Plus. If you ask me, that sh- that is very backwards. It should be the prelims are on ESPN+, Plus, and then the main card is on uh, ESPN2. I don't know why you would want the mass majority of people of public of the public watching the prelims and not the main card because let's be honest there ain't gonna be jack shit there's not gonna be jack shit uh people amount of people watching the uh, espn plus card let's just be honest more pe- i bet you there's more people that watch the illegal streams and actually watch the actual fucking espn plus stream so yeah, I'm gonna pause this really quick because Lucy is snoring now, and you know when she snores, it's just it's all bad. So I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. I just put Lucy on my bed, so instead of two feet behind me, she's now four feet behind me. So, oh Jesus fucking Christ! So hopefully it makes somewhat of a difference. I'm sorry if her snoring or pug noises bothers you. I'm sorry that Riley is gonna be meowing every two seconds. This is my fucking life, dude. This is my fucking life. Okay, so. Let's get into the first fight on the card. Joel Alvarez versus Danilo Beluardo. Oh, my fucking God. I This is one of the hardest things to do when recording like a serious podcast, like the Paranormal Podcast. I, want, I don't want no background noise. And when at the moments where I want the least amount of noise when my, is when my animals just fucking throw a fiesta behind me. I apologize to everybody. What the fuck was that? Okay. So, I don't know who Joel... Alvarez is, and I don't know who Danilo Belwardo is. I'll click on their uh, statistics. Uh, the UFC has no pictures of them on their website, which is very... Unf- Riley, shut the fuck up. Which is very unfortunate. Um, so it appears that Joel Alvarez is from Spain. He's six foot two, uh, 155. Danilo is from Italy, five foot nine. So I'm going to go with Joel just because he's like a foot taller. Um, I just got to give him that advantage. And that's basically all I can say for that fight. Darko Stosic versus Devin Clark. Darko, uh, a badass fucking name. He has a, actually a pretty good tattoo sleeve on his uh, left arm. He has a samurai and a skull. It's actually very good artwork. Probably the best tattoo work I've seen on a UFC fighter, or at least some of the best work. Um, and he's fighting Devin Clark. They're both six foot tall. This is at 205. I think Darko Stosic is going to win via TKO just because he looks like a goddamn fire hydrant. All right, let's move on to Bia Maleki versus Eduarda Santana. This is Santana's debut, I guess, is what that's what it says on her um UFC profile. It displays no information. It doesn't show her record. It doesn't show her height, her weight or her reach or leg reach it doesn't show any of that so just based off of that i'm gonna go with bia i'm pre- i'm sure her name is pronounced b maybe bia bo bia b-e-a that's her name uh maleki i'm gonna go with her via decision why not it's weird because recently we've seen a bunch of people make their debuts in the ufc and a lot of them have been very unsuccessful which is nor- it's normally the opposite way around normally you're in your debut and you just want to go crazy and show the world you can fight but a lot of times i just see people losing their debuts recently and it's kind of sad but gotta do what you gotta do dude all right up next is nick hind versus frank camacho these gentlemen are both coming off of losses this is in the 150, wait, 
It says Nick Klein, Nick Hine is in the 155-pound division, and it says Frank Camacho is in the 170-pound division. So I don't know what the fuck is going on with this website, but it's pissing me off because a lot of the information is very confusing. I'm going to go with uh, Nick Hine via decision. I think he's going to hold Frank Camacho up against the cage and just grind out the win. That's my personal opinion. Okay, cocksuckers. Up next is Stevie Ray versus Leonardo Santos. Stevie Ray is coming off win as well as Santos. This is at the 155 weight division. A lot of 155 fights. I'm surprised at how many fighters are in 155. I guess it is the most competitive weight division, but god damn, if you're if you're a new UFC fighter in the 155 division, you have a long road ahead of you, my friend. A very long road. Unlike in the like 205 or heavyweight, you get a few wins there, and now you're looking for a, a title shot. Um, so in this fight, I'm probably going to go with Leonardo Santos via, let's just say, submission, just because he's taller, he's lankier, he has longer um, arm reach and leg reach. He's from Brazil. I think he's uh, I think he's gonna win via submission. He's 16 and four, and Stevie Ray is 22 and seven. So. You heard it here first, folks. Um, 20. Wait, what? What the fuck is wrong with this website? I don't know what I was about to say. 22-7 and seven is Stevie Ray's record. Leonardo Santos, 16-4. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Santos in this fight via submission. Up next is Tanya Evinger versus Lena Landsberg. This is their day. This is a not debut. This is the headlining fight for the prelims, and this is gonna be. This, I bet you this is gonna be the best fight on the prelims, dude. Lena Landsberg, she always gets her face super fucked up in every single fight. I love it. Tanya Evinger, she's good, but I just feel like she doesn't really give a fuck about fighting, really, and um and. It, it's tough, man. You just see her go out there against Aspen Ladd and just get completely annihilated. It's tough, dude. I think Nina Landsberg is actually more hungry. She wants to be a fighter. She's a lot more serious than Tanya. I think um, I'm going to go with Lena Landsberg in this fight via, I don't fucking know, TKO. And I do think that's going to be a fun fight. So let's go on to the main card. This is a banger, dude. So we have Daniel Tamor, whose brother is David Tamor, and he's fighting Sung Bin Joe. Sung Bin Joe. Um, I'm probably going to go with Daniel Tamor in this fight. He's not technically sa- as technically savvy as his brother. He's not as a, uh, as a successful fighter as his brother David. But I think he's going to, um, you know, just pull out the dub in this fight. I think he's going to win via decision. And I'm not sure this is going to be a fun fight. Um, but we'll see. Up next is Damir Hadzovic versus Christos Giagos. Uh, I'm going to go with Christos in this fight. Uh, just because Damir is one of the ugliest dudes I've ever seen. But then again, I do want to, I always want the ugly dude to win. That dude's face, it looks like someone just fucking took a, 
I don't know, dude. He just got beat with the ugly stick, dude. That's all I can say. But then again, look at me. I'm fucking 10 times worse. I'm probably going to go with Demir, actually, in this fight just because he's so ugly. I just I have to go for him. Christa, Christos Giagos has a kind of a gay haircut. Uh, no offense, dude. No homo. Uh, uh, but it's just I can't stand people with these haircuts where it's like they have like shaved lines in their head and it's like parted it just looks like something that's it, it looks like uh his head looks like frankenstein like dr frankenstein found this like this dude's like head was like half blown off and then he's like oh i can fix this and he went to a corpse and like took half the corpse's scalp and then glued it onto this guy's head that's exactly what it looks like and it's pissing me off i can't even look at him much longer i'm gonna go with damir had had zovic via um knockout fuck yeah Macwan Amir Khani versus Chris Chris Fish Gold, fuck. I'm gonna go with uh Macwan Amir Khani via decision. Um, over fi- Fish Chris Gold, whatever the fuck his name is, Chris Fish Gold. It's a hard name to say, dude. Um, uh, I just think uh Amir Khani is more technical. He's more. He's definitely not more experienced than Chris Fish Gold, but. Maquan is he's fun to watch. He's very, very talented on the feet and on the ground. I think he's gonna win via submission over Chris Fishgold. Um but I can see this going either way, to be honest with you. Chris Fishgold is eighteen and two and one and Amir. Amir I just say Amir just because it's the easiest thing to say in out of his entire name. Mr. Finland. And he's fighting he's not fighting in his home country, I don't think. They're not fighting in Finland, they're fighting in Sweden. But it's pretty close. So just my problem with Makwan is that he takes such long gaps in between his fights. Um, I don't know how he's gonna look. You're only as good as your last fight, and he beat um, what's his name, Hick Diaz, Jason Knight in his last fight. I actually think Jason probably should have won that fight in the decision, but it is what it is. You know, Makwan has the height advantage. He has the reach advantage, and his leg he has a leg reach advantage. So there's that. But, you know, Fishgold is 18-2, and two, so he's definitely more experienced. He's definitely more active, according to the significant strikes. Landed per minute, he's 3.29, you know, 31% uh, accuracy. But he also absorbs a lot of strikes per minute, which would be 3.96 strikes absorbed per minute um, as compared to uh, Makwan Amir Khani's 1.6 strikes. Um, absorbed per minute. So I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go with Makwan. I think that's the safer bet in this fight. Uh, via submission. Up next, Jimmy Manoa. I think Jimmy Manoa is about to get knocked the fuck out again. He's he's very dangerous. He's a very threatening opponent. Um, he's fighting Alexander Rakic, who's one and one. That doesn't seem right. He can't be one and one, dude. That does not seem right at all. There's no way they'd have somebody who's one and one fight Jimmy Manoa, who just was a, a title fight contender. There's no way. Um, I think Alexander Rakic is going to knock Jimmy Manoa out in the first round. Jimmy's chin, it just seems like it's just completely gone. He just gets knocked out with everything. Um, and oh my God. Alexander is six foot six and Jimmy is six foot one. That is very, very uh that's crazy. These dudes are huge. But shockingly, Jimmy's reach is longer by one point five inches. That is crazy. 
And also, 73% of Rockick's Rossix wins are by knockout uh, slash TKO. 9% are by submission, and 18% are uh, decision. So this can be a banger fight, dude. I'm excited for this one. I'm excited to see Jimmy Manuel get knocked out. Even though I know he's a nice dude, blah, blah, blah. But this, I'm, I'm just fucking... I like to talk shit, dude. Volcan Ozdemir versus Ailir. Ailir Latifi. I didn't know his name was Ailir. I thought it was like Ayer. Like Yair Rodriguez. I thought it was Ayer Latifi. I didn't know it was Ailir. Iller. Iller Latifi versus Volkan Ozdemir. Latifi gasses really quick. This dude's like three feet tall, 600 pounds. He gasses very quickly. These dudes are both coming off of losses. Um, I think uh, Latifi will gas out by the end of the second round. And I think Volkan will still have uh, some in his tank, some some gas left over in his tank. And I think he's going to be able to finish uh, a year, a year Latifi. Um, I, people think that he won his last fight against uh, whatever the hell that dude was. I forgot his name. But he's also Dominic Reyes. I think that's it. All right, for the main event, we have Alexander Gustafsson. Versus Anthony Smith. Both of these gentlemen just coming off of losses to John Jones. Um, Anthony Smith, what can you say, dude? He survived against John Jones. And also, the picture they have of him, he has like two big ass like bruises on his tit, like on his left peck. And it's very, very um, strange that they left that in there. Like, d- doesn't the UFC like have a Photoshop dude? That t- literally takes two seconds to get rid of. Um, it's very strange that they would leave that in there. It's, it's very strange. It looks like someone just gave him a big-ass hickey on his tit. Anyways, um, Anthony Smith, he held his own against John Jones. And so it really comes down to who did better against John Jones. And that's who I think is going to win this fight. And we saw Gustafsson get stopped, what was it, in the second round in his last fight with John Jones. And then Anthony Smith was able to survive all five rounds. Although he didn't really look that good against Jones, um, it's a very, very tough fight for him. He was able to survive, and Jones wasn't able to finish him. So I think Anthony Smith is going to take that Lionheart into this fight. I think he's going to pull off the win. I think Gus is going to, fuck, I don't know. Because I can also see Gus winning this fight as well. In a striking match, I think Gus probably wins. But I also think Anthony Smith is going to be able to submit Gustafsson. I'm calling it here right now. Anthony Smith submits Alexander Gustafsson in the, I don't know, fuck it, fourth round. Fourth round via submission. You heard it right here in the No Big Deal podcast, ladies and gentlemen. All right, that's it for this card, dude. That's all of the fights. I hope that's all the fights because it says that there's no early prelims. It just says main card prelims. But apparently there's always fights on like Fight Pass that they never promote or something like that. It pisses me off. Other than that, we have uh, the biggest breaking story of the week is Yoel Romero gets awarded $27 million from his lawsuit against the supplement company um, for tainted supplements. So basically it's like $3 million for the, for the regular lawsuit, $3 million for lost, uh, fighting fees or payments or whatever it is. And then $3 million for emotional, emotional impact or whatever it is. 
and then that's that's multiplied by three because of the New York or New Jersey or no, is it Florida or New Jersey athletic? Whatever the fuck it is, they multiplied that shit by three, and now he has twenty seven million dollars in the bank. And holy shit, Yoel, retire, get fat. Have a good life. There's no need to even do anything anymore. You are very, very wealthy. You are a wealthy man. You're probably the second most wealthy dude in the UFC right behind uh, Conor McGregor. I don't know if Georgia St. Pierre made that much money. I don't know if uh, John Jones has made that much money. But holy shit, that is a lot of money, my friend. I really don't know if there's a UFC fighter who's made that much money besides Conor. Um, I don't know, dude. Maybe... I don't know how much money GSP is making, but GSP did have a lot of fights as a champion. So maybe GSP uh, has that kind of cash. I'm not sure. He had a lot of sponsorships. He was a fighter back before Reebok when the fighters were actually making good money from sponsors. But holy shit, congrats to, Yo- to Yoel Romero. Um, if I was a fighter in the UFC, I'd be praying to God that USADA catches me. For a tainted for a tainted supplement, because I'm gonna be doing the UOL route, dude. I'm taking those sons of bitches to court. Holy shit, that's a lot of money. I was like, I when I read the headline, I honestly did not believe it. I was like, what the fuck? That's what did Adam come up with this? Is this some kind of meme? Is this some some kind of joke? But nope, twenty seven mil, dude. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. And I know Yoel, he's such a good dude. He's probably going to give a lot of it to like charity or some Cuban charity or something like that. You just know. He's just he's such a good dude. Um he's probably going to be salsa dancing for the rest of his life. I can just I can see it in my head, dude, just him salsa dancing with fucking hookers and hot bitches all around him and fucking coconuts. I don't know why there's coconuts involved, but that's pretty much it, dude. That's it for Yoel. I'm I wouldn't be surprised if he never fights ever again. He does not have to. He won. He won at life, dude. He won. And is the supplement company even worth that much money? That could completely destroy that supplement company. Because that's a lot of money for uh, from a supplement company. I don't know, man. That's crazy. That is crazy. Also, Uriah Faber is coming out of retirement to fight that one dude. I forgot his name. I could easily just pull it up. Oh, yeah, Ricky Simone. Thank you, my very shady and foggy memory for allowing me to remember Ricky Simone. He's coming out of retirement to fight Ricky Simone. And I um, I understand why he comes out of retirement is because he wants to, he just had his, his new kid. I think, it's a, I think he just had a daughter, I think, or a son. I'm not sure. He just had a baby. And that fire has been lit under his ass to go out there and make some serious money for the future of this child. He wants... Uh, he wants to secure this child's college funds. He wants to just make sure this child is very happily and comfortable. And the only way to do that is to do what Uriah Faber knows best, and that's to fight. He just lost against Nicky Ryan in Submission Underground, and he lost his last fight in the UFC, I think. Oh, no. He, did he beat Brad Pickett? And that was his last fight in the UFC, I think. I'm not sure. That wasn't too long ago. That was only like a year or two ago, right? Maybe three. Um... But I don't know, dude. Coming back to fight Ricky Simone, that's tough. That's tough. Because Ricky Simone is really, really good, dude. He's really good. And we see how having a kid can affect you as a fighter. We see it in Donald Cerrone and many others that uh, 
I'm not going to name because I can't name him because I don't know. But mainly Donald Cerrone, he had danger. And then all of a sudden, he's just like winning and winning and winning and dominating and dominating and dominating. It's very, very impressive. So who knows? Maybe Uriah will be a completely different fighter for the best when he comes back. And maybe he obliterates Ricky Simone. Maybe he submits him. Maybe he outgrapples him. Who knows what's going to happen? Who do I have in that fight? I don't know. I don't want to say. All right, fine. I'm going to pick Uriah just because it's Uriah fucking Faber. And that's it. That's it for the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. I'm sorry it was a little, a little bit of a quick episode today. Um, it's actually late at night right now. It's 8.47 p.m. It's almost, almost bedtime. I just wanted to drop this episode as soon as I had some free time. And here I am, free time. Here's a podcast for you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Go follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the wing dog at T H E W E E N D A W G. And I will be posting updates as to when the new episode of the new podcast is going to drop. I don't know if it's going to be called the paranormal hour. I don't know what it's going to be called because it's going to be on its new feed on its own feed on SoundCloud. It's going to be epic. And I want everybody to share with their friends and do all this shit. And it's going to be cool. So thank you guys for listening. Have a good week. Tweet me during the fights. Let's live tweet. Let's talk about it and have a good day. Peace.